Welcome back to Getting Rich the Hard Way. This is your host, Skylar. Uh, today, I wanted to talk about dividend stocks. So this is something I've kind of started to have a little bit more of an interest in. Um, obviously, with all the free time I have, uh, not working for the man, um, <laughs> and um, for um, just you know taking a really, really big interest in just trying to acquire as much knowledge as I can, I've run into a segment of, of YouTube and, and, and blogs that talk about strictly investing in dividend producing stocks. Now, I'm not going to, I mean, at this point in time, I'm not going to say that that's the best investment. Everybody, you should only buy stocks that, produ- that you know, hand out dividends. Not going to say that. But I have been kind of strategically working my way into this, you know, line of thought here that, you know, having dividend paying stocks is pretty sweet. Um, and if you go over to my blog, um, gettingrichthehardway.com, you'll see one of my more recent posts. I think it's called the... The, the truly passive income or something like that, I go into all the different forms of income. You can get rental income, you can get double two income, you can get, you know, I mean, all this other stuff, right? There's so many ways to get money. But a lot of people have this thing when you say the word passive, you know, is building a business passive? No. Is the revenue that's generated from the business um, after you've you know, sold it or after you've handed it over somebody else to manage and you're literally hands off passive. Sure. But you know, you got to put in all that work, right? Same thing with buying uh, real estate, you know, is it passive to buy a house to fix it up and to rent it out? No. But is there going to be months where you literally don't get a single phone call and you don't have to fix a single thing, but you still get your rent? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, there's just kind of one thing that sticks out to me more than any of that stuff. I mean, especially for people who are just trying to get into the investing game. And it's dividend producing stocks. Now, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm not a broker. I'm not a financial you know, financial uh, guru. And I don't have a bunch of letters after my name. So, you know, here's your disclaimer, make sure to consult a, you know, a stockbroking professional or to do your own research or talk to a CPA or whatever, you know, whatever makes sense. You know, if you're going to find somebody to manage your money for you, make sure to make sure that they're a fiduciary. Um, me, I'm, you know, I, I, I don't make any money if you buy stocks or, I mean, I, I'll tell you that I own, for example, um, I do own, a decent share of my um, my my stock investment is in uh, AT&T. Um, the reason for AT&T is because it is very low cost. I think it's about thirty dollars right now, and I'm pretty sure anybody listening to this, you either have a phone or a laptop, so you can afford thirty dollars. <laughs> so um, if you have thirty dollars laying around, you could, in theory, you know, hypothetically, you could go buy a share of AT&T and you will get a dividend quarterly. Um, So this is a really interesting line of thought when it comes to dividends. I mean, it is, in my personal opinion, the most passive thing you can do. All you have to do is set up a Robinhood or a Stash or a a brokerage account with TD Ameritrade or Schwab or whoever. I'm not sponsored by any of these people or Webull or any of that stuff, right? Pick any of the one of those ones that you like the interface and the user experience link your bank account and within a couple clicks after that you can be a proud owner of AT&T and you will 
for at least for it seems like for a very long time you will continue to get paid these uh, a dividend for owning that stock and it may appreciate or depreciate in value you know that is a real thing but for for low cost investing and a almost guaranteed i mean at least you know three months from now when they do their next dividend it's i mean it's almost guaranteed they're going to pay some sort of dividend even if they have to cut it it's unlikely that they're just going to absolutely stop it or pause it so i mean if you got 30 bucks you can become an investor and start getting you know you know an asset in quotes that uh produces revenue for you so i mean i i kind of like that idea i mean i i i you know i'm very worried about the stock market right now it's very crazy a lot of a lot of people are, are just throwing money at it because they don't know where else to put it you know real estate's really expensive right now real estate's just as crazy i mean there's such a low level of supply and such a high level of demand or at least they're very similar that prices continue to go up um, and especially as interest rates on borrowing money goes down it's just harder and harder to find anything worth investing in if you want to buy a home to live in you know that's not an investment i mean it is but eh, i mean that that's an, that's another podcast i'd have to make but um in fact that's a good one i have to write that down um but anyways i mean yeah if you want to buy a home and live in it um great time great time i mean prices are inflated which is kind of a bummer it's definitely going to go down at some point just like every mar market cycle of every investment does but uh i mean who knows i mean if you wait two years the stock market might take a, a good you know five ten twenty percent dip in prices and we might still have that low that low um interest rate where you can borrow money so that might be the ideal time to buy but again i mean it's all hypothetical so it's impossible to predict that type of stuff but i will say for the stock market i mean it is also hyperinflated but one thing you can do is instead of investing in those you know high risk high growth type type of stocks like you know uh tencent which is you know a china-based thing or alibaba or or microsoft apple google amazon any of those ones those high-flying tech stocks that are really really expensive and i mean i'm gonna be honest man i i mean i i really think amazon and apple and microsoft and maybe alibaba are gonna run the world at some point you know they're they're gonna just be your only options um so i mean they might be a good long-term investment i i don't know but i mean right now it's expensive but hey man everybody's been saying amazon's expensive since it was 700 dollars. now it's like three thousand dollars or something ridiculous um so whatever but they don't pay a dividend and that's kind of the whole point of what i'm talking about here is you know you can you know you could take your 30 dollars and you could buy at&t and, and get a dividend or you could take your 30 dollars and, and buy amazon and and you know say oh, i own some amazon stock to all your friends because you, you can do fractional share investing but um you know i don't it, it's hard it's hard to say it is the is the potential growth of that stock the potential growth of amazon or apple or, or netflix or google or whatever is that really worth taking the risk and i guess it all comes down to your risk tolerance um, how, how much risk adverse you are. Are you willing to gamble that $30 on, you know, seeing, you know, over time, if, if Amazon will produce, you know, greater and greater gains, 
or do you just want to maybe you know take it take it a couple notches down put your $30 in AT&T and get that pretty consistent dividend I think I believe they are on the list of dividend aristocrats and if you don't know what that is go google it basically I'll give you the short version but you should still look at it anyways it's a list of I believe 25 or 50 of the top companies that are blue chip companies that have been um, paying their dividend and it's either and or raising their dividend year after year or quarter after quarter or something like that it's one or the other or both but um basically it's very stable it's very very stable they've been doing it they have the cash reserves to do that um so the company says you know hey listen we're not we're probably not going to grow significantly in a way that's going to impact the stock value but instead what we'll do is with a certain percent of our pro uh, our profits we'll kick out a dividend to you guys so for being patient with us waiting three months we'll give you a dividend for how much you know shares you own um so dividend investing is you know definitely an option it's a cheap option to get into the market and get an almost guaranteed um uh you know return on your investment i'm not saying that dividends are always guaranteed or how much is guaranteed but who knows i mean if if you buy at&t at 30 dollars to get the eight the the dividend and it drops down to 20 dollars, the dividend's not going to make up for that 10 dollars you lost you're not going to get 10 dollars worth of dividend off of one stock of AT&T. So you also gotta consider that dividend stocks are not the holy grail. Um, I think I was watching this one YouTuber who bought, um, I think it's SPHD, which I also have one share of, and I'm very glad I only have one share of because I've lost my butt on that stock. And he has like a hundred shares of that stock or something. And he's lost a couple thousand dollars on that investment. And he's definitely not getting his money back in dividends. So he's pretty sick right now. I wish I could remember the guy's name. But if you just type in like dividend investment, whatever, I'm sure you'll find him. Um, but anyways, so it's it's definitely something to look into. I mean, if you're kind of worried about the stock market, you don't if you don't know where to put your money, and you know you 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 know obviously the even the high yield savings accounts right now, the best they're doing is one percent, which doesn't even compete with inflation. So I mean, it might be worth to put you know everything but an emergency emergency fund money into the stock market right now um just just to hopefully again i'm not saying you should do this it is very risky but if you want to do better than bonds but not have the the major fluctuations with you know tech stocks a good middle ground might be blue chip dividend paying stocks um if you're if you're absolutely adamant about getting invested invested and you think the stock market's the way to go. So other than that, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sharing this to other people. Thank you so much for contributing um, at any level. Um, you'll see in the show notes a way to do that. Thank you guys so much for your support. Really, really helps the show you know, continue to grow and uh, allows me to continue to take the time to, to do this for you guys. So again, thank you so much. Really, really appreciate it. And uh, look forward to speaking to you guys later.